Hello everyone, it's Kiera and welcome back to another episode of Rewind and Rewatch. Okay, goodness. I stayed up half the night crying to One Tree Hill last night with my sister. Well, I cried and she ignored me, but that's how it normally goes. Anyways, I'm just saying this for any loopy tangents that I might go off on. That happens when I'm exhausted. Ugh, I really shouldn't have stayed up all night. But it's done, and I'm constantly making dumb choices. Moving on to the podcast, today I'm talking about episode 10 of As Told by Ginger. Today's episode is titled Kiss and Makeup, and the story is by Emily Kapnick and David Regal. So today's episode begins with Chet making an announcement about how Picture Day is being moved up to the end of the week. And I'm wondering why Chet is making this announcement, and it wasn't Dodie, because Dodie just got that as a new job, didn't she? Well, actually, they probably fired her after all the crap that went down in episode 5. According to Courtney, Picture Day is coming two weeks earlier than scheduled, and she gets frustrated at Chet as if he has any control over when they do Picture Day. He's only a student. He has no kind of pull like that. Ginger says that she dreads Picture Day, and then Miranda pops up in between her and Macy and tells them that they should catch up on their beauty sleep because they'll need it. And that's like the most 2000s sounding burn if I've ever heard one. Oh my goodness. I don't know why people used to say that back then. Actually, I do, because I woke up with a whole bunch of bags under my eyes just to make this podcast. Oh, I'm going to take a good nap after this. After school, Ginger, Macy, and Dodie, they're at Ginger's house looking through old school photos. Basically, they're just looking through old photos and cringing at how they used to look when they were taken. And I can relate. I used to like Picture Day just because we got to waste time and get out of class, but I don't actually care for any of my yearbook photos. They're all just so cringy now. Oh my goodness. And uh, if you look on the Rewind and Rewatch Instagram page, y'all get to see me in all my horror because apparently I like embarrassing myself. So I'll be posting some photos of me and my yearbook glory days. Anyways, Dodie announces to the group that all school photos suck and then Ginger just happens to turn the page into this full length page of Courtney Grippling. And they're in middle school and I don't know about y'all's middle school years, but we didn't take out full pages in the yearbooks just for middle school. I think we only had that option in high school, if I'm remembering correctly. But I guess if anyone could convince the yearbook people to give them a full-length page, it'd be Courtney. Ginger's mom calls and asks them to go to the drugstore and pick up some antifungal cream because apparently they're all out at the hospital where Lois works at. She's a nurse. That doesn't really seem likely, but okay. While they're at the drugstore, they run into Courtney and Miranda and they're buying makeup and Dodie realizes the power of makeup and she's like, wow, these are the secrets to Courtney Grippling's dewy complexion and like rosy cheeks. And so she decides to buy some, but Ginger tells them that she can't buy makeup until high school because those are Lois's orders. And Dodie informs her that it'll be too late by high school because by then everyone will remember her as the pasty redhead with lustreless lips. <laughs> Goodness. Did we really... Did things really seem so all or nothing back then? I guess that motivates Ginger because she breaks her mother's rules and she goes to try to buy some makeup. But then that plan crashes royally because they realize how expensive makeup is. Okay, we're getting into our first appearance of Carl now. He and Hoodsy are being weird and are just sitting on Carl's living room floor staring at each other. And then we quickly find out that they're trying to see who's going to blink first. Ginger and her friends come home and Ginger gets Carl to leave the house by telling him that he has trash and grout duty today. 
And as Carl and Hoodsy are like bringing down the trash can to the curb, they see Dwayne, who's the trash man. And Carl thinks Dwayne is like the absolute coolest guy because he's able to get cool stuff sifting through trash. And Dwayne tells the boys to meet him tomorrow on the curb at 5 a.m. so he could take them to this cool trash spot. And it sounds so sketchy, but the guys are really excited about it. In the house, Ginger is working up the courage to go into her mother's bathroom and no one is allowed in there. But Dodie tells her that it's an emergency and she pulls out this well-placed photo that she just happens to have in her pocketbook, old school photo of Ginger, and she points at it and she's like trying to get her point across like it's definitely an emergency. And so Ginger comes up with this justification for entering Lois's room and is like, well, I do have to put up this cream that I just bought for her. And so they enter the room and Ginger tells them to be careful, but Dodie and Macy just start putting on crap and going for stuff like their kids in a candy shop. By the time that they are done putting on all this makeup, they look ridiculous. But they were having a grand time doing all this. Well, they were having a fun time until Lois pulls up to the house and they have to scramble and clean up the mess that they just made. And they do a pretty good job. But when Lois comes into the house, she noticed that her room door is slightly ajar. And so when she enters her bathroom and she's doing an inspection of her room, she notices that a lipstick tube is not like fully closed and that's what gets them in trouble. I just think it's so funny how parents can notice the slightest differences in something and that's off in their room and be able to pounce on it because they know that their kids were up to something that they weren't supposed to be doing. So Lois goes up to Ginger's room and she asks her what they were doing tonight. And with full faces of makeup on because they didn't bother to wash this off, they lie to her and tell her that they haven't been doing much all night. And Lois comes right out and just says, because I thought y'all were messing with my makeup when you know you're not supposed to be in my room. And I'm like, wow, y'all are really bad at this. Y'all got caught so easily. Now, as Ginger's washing her face and trying to explain to Lois that her pictures were always bad and she just wanted to take good photos this year as like the reason why they were using her makeup. I like this sales pitch that she tries to pull with Lois. She's like, wouldn't you want to have a picture in your wallet that you're proud of this year? And Lois just tells her that she's proud of all of their pictures and that she shouldn't be in such a rush to use makeup. The next day, Carl and Hudsey are shivering on the sidewalk waiting for Dwayne, but Darren pulls up on his bike and he's delivering newspapers, it looks like. He asks Carl and Hudsey why they're up so early and they come up with this dumb lie talking about how they are exercising and they're up this early all the time. And Darren is like, what workout involves standing still and doing nothing? And they tell him that it's popular in Europe. Oh, these are some idiots right here. As Darren leaves, he tells them to tell Dwayne that he says hi. And Hoodsy, our lovable oaf, is like, do you think he knows? And Carl doesn't even like deign to respond to that because of course Hoodsy, of course he knows. Anyways, Dwayne pulls up and they begin their journey to the rich side of town because that's where you find all the coolest treasures, which I believe it. I feel like rich people just throw out crap all the time. So I guess it's a nice place to search for trash. Well, as they're pulling up in the trash car, they see Blake throw away something. And so Carl decides to immediately like go through Blake's trash and find whatever he was throwing out. And Blake was throwing out his baby blanket because he was embarrassed by it. And Carl gets like this evil glimmer in his eye because he's up to no good. At Ginger's lunch, they're looking through like some teen magazines, trying to find some solutions to help them with picture day. And Ginger finds an article about using like household items to make your own makeup. And Macy points out that Ginger's mom told her not to use makeup, but Ginger just says that it's not real makeup, so it's not really gonna count. 
again, trying to justify when you know you're doing wrong. She's really good at coming up with these weak justifications to do the wrong thing. But uh, so are most people, so we can't really judge her that much, right? A couple hours later, Carl and Hoodsy are headed somewhere, but Darren blocks their path and asks if they found anything interesting, like trash hunting with Dwayne. And Hoodsy's about to tell him all about it, but Carl stops him and tells Darren that they weren't hanging out with Dwayne and he, they don't know what he's talking about. And Darren's like, I know all about it because I used to have my Dwayne hangs when I was younger. And Carl still denies it all. And he's like, yep, that didn't happen. I don't really understand the secrecy that's going on right now, but obviously Darren knows. So I don't know why he won't just admit it. Carl and Hoodsy, they go to Blake's house to scare him and pretend like his blanket has come back to haunt him. And Blake sees them rushing off after a while and he goes chasing after them. And when he finally meets up with them at the doghouse... He wants to know what Carl wants from him, and Hoodsy starts reading off a list of ridiculous tasks they want Blake to do whenever Carl wants him to, in order to keep his secret about his baby blanket. Okay, on picture day, Ginger, Macy, and Dodie, they're doing like this power walk into the bathroom. Oh my gosh. And they put on all their ridiculous makeup, and when they walk into the gym, auditorium, wherever picture day is being held... They have on way too much of what they call the fake up and nothing is blended and it just looks really bad and they think they look so good and it's so sad. They go and they start taking photos and then after picture day is over with, they go to take off their makeup in the bathroom and they're talking about how these are going to be their best photos yet. When, oh, they're just not going to be, I'm sorry for you. At the doghouse, Carl and Hoodsy are just sitting there watching as they make Blake put in carpeting in their doghouse by hand. And I don't understand why they don't see the wrongness of this. But that's when Darren peeks through and he sees Blake like being forced to work. And he tells Carl that he's done some low things in his life, but this is probably the lowest. And Darren tells Blake to go home. And Carl gets mad at Darren. And he was like, why are you spying on us? And Darren's like, you guys have been acting weird since that day I saw you on the curb waiting for Dwayne. And so Darren is trying to tell Carl to give it up. But Carl's like, no, there are so many ways to torture Blake. And I'm like, geez, Carl, you're sounding a little vengeful here, just unnecessarily. And so Darren finally is like, I didn't want to have to pull out this card, but I know for a fact that you used to have a stuffed lamb and it'd be ashamed if I had to tell anyone about this because you're making fun of Blake for having a baby blanket, but you used to have a stuffed lamb that you didn't want to go anywhere without. And so now Carl is being blackmailed into doing the right thing. And because apparently that's too embarrassing that he had a stuffed animal that he used to have as like a security blanket, he decides to go along with it. Now, it's hours later, it's nighttime, it's parent-teacher night, which they mentioned earlier in this episode. And Gordo was telling Lois that Carl needs to be put in obedient school. And Lois was fooled because Carl told her earlier that Gordo loves him and he's been doing fine, but obviously that's a lie. I don't know why, but Mazorski is over where Carl's school is. And Lois goes up to her and is like, please tell me Ginger is a delight. And she was like, yeah, Ginger's fine. And she was like, while you're here though, you might as well take Ginger's school photos. And Lois takes a peek at the school photos and sees all that makeup on Ginger and gets so angry. And so at the house, she confiscates all of Ginger's makeup, which is the fake up stuff. And then she grounds Ginger. And Ginger is so upset about this, but I'm like, you should have seen this coming. You've just been making excuses not to listen this entire episode. Okay, this episode ends with Darren making Carl do the right thing, which is Carl giving Blake's baby blanket to Dwayne for him to actually throw away this time. And then Carl goes into this doghouse to cuddle his baby lamb, which he says is stupid, but he still cuddles it anyways. Ginger is on the phone. She's talking with Dodie and Macy, and they talk about how bad their photos turned out. 
and we get a pan to their photos. And Ginger says that they were better off being themselves this entire time. Okay, so now that we're done with the rewind and rewatch portion of the pod, it's time for reflections. First, I want to go ahead and rate today's episode. I give today's episode a three out of five stars. Today was one of those so-so episodes for me. Nothing too spectacular, and I didn't even have a favorite quote from this episode, really. This is the second time this has happened, actually. But I will say that I liked the moment where Miranda does her, like, early 2000s burn, talking about maybe you should get some beauty sleep. It's (laughs) just because it gives me, like, peak early 2000s mean girl vibes, and I love it. Something was kind of off for me with today's episode with Ginger's storyline. I don't know, something with the lesson of them better off being themselves, which I like, but I don't know about the execution of it. And honestly, I'm too tired to delve further into what I'm trying to get at. (laughs) So I'm going to move on into the main lesson that I got from Ginger's storyline today. And that is, no matter how hard you try to convince yourself, it doesn't change the fact that if you're doing something you're not supposed to be doing, it's wrong. No matter how you try to justify it. Twisting things to fit whatever you want doesn't make it any less of a reach. And throughout this entire episode, Ginger just kept trying to justify her actions to do what she wanted instead of listening to her, what her mother laid down as like the ground rules. She wasn't allowed to wear makeup, but she kept justifying ways to break the rules. And like, even though it wasn't harmful or anything, she was still doing everything she could to break her mother's rules. Moving into Carl's lesson, we see how easy it was for him to be a bully in this episode, and that's just kind of sad. But I did like that Darren was there to push him to do the right thing. Okay, well, more like blackmail him into doing the right thing, but whatever. I think Carl learned pretty quickly that it sucks when the shoe is on the other foot. And I think the golden rule applies nicely here. And you know, the golden rule, to treat others as the way you would want to be treated. And I'm like, sure did suck for you, Carl, being blackmailed, didn't it? Doesn't feel so good. Also... Don't be a hypocrite, Carl, because you were making fun of Blake with his baby blanket when this entire time you had your own little security blanket with their, with your stuffed animal. Okay, so just before I close, I'm apologizing for how brief this episode is. I'm just so tired and I'm about to pass out as soon as I'm done. And so to recap, I feel like the umbrella theme here is just to do what's right. Ginger shouldn't have used makeup when she knew she wasn't supposed to. And Carl shouldn't have been a bully to Blake especially for something that applied to himself. I know that sometimes it's easier said than done, but we should all strive to do the right thing. And so, with all of that being said, I'll see you guys next Saturday.